Did you, oh, you hit, you hit go. I was thinking about. I should have already said this. But I'm prepared. I was thinking about the rip. I only have one person on there. But I think I missed some. I have one. Is he uh, a professional in sports entertainment? No. All right, then we're good. All right, guys, how y'all doing? Hey, everybody. We are back. I feel like it's been two weeks. That's because it's been two weeks, buddy. Okay, I wasn't sure. This is, it's all new to me again. I forget. We can't all keep up with you uh, globetrotting all around the world. Having a dick time off and whatnot. So the guy who just came back from a trip out of town. <laughs> How was that trip, by the way? We're going to get into that mm. a I know little very, bit later. Very little details. Uh, one of the things I did discover in my travels that uh, I wasn't always 100% sure about. Uh, a lot of people You'd make such a good dad. And that may be true. But how many people are saying this to you? Oh, everybody. And what percentage of them have vaginas? <laughs> All of them. Because I feel like no men are like, oh my God, look at that dude over there. He'd make such a good dad. I'm like, what? Yeah, zero. Stop. Zero, zero <laughs> doing that. No, but uh, there was just this moment I had in the Punta Cana International Airport. It's in the Dominican, guys. It's where I went last week, but, and I went with the, the girlfriend and her, her boys, and they were fine for the most part. There was a couple times, and we'll get into that later, but there was this moment where I'm walking through the duty-free shop, and there's this dad, like, got this kid in the stroller, and is like, trying to get her the fuck out of this duty-free shop, because they make you walk through it, you know, because they want you, have you to buy you shit. You gotta buy shit. Yeah. You gotta buy shit. After through the gift shop. And there's this little girl in the store just like, bah! Bah! and he's like trying to wheel her out of there. And her, her arms are out here. She's like, I want the blue one! <laughs> it was like, it was like this moment of like obscene clarity. It was just like, fuck. Why the that. fuck would I do this? Why the fuck would anyone do this? I can borrow a kid whenever I want. Christian's right down the street. Got, I got A, B, and C. <laughs> Multiple choice. And all parents have been through that. Oh, Their kids just acting an ass in the store. And I'm so sorry for whatever I did to my poor mother. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. I've apologized to my parents so many so times many once times. I've had kids. I was like, oh my god, I was an insufferable little asshole when oh, I was a bastard. kid. I'm sorry. I didn't get in trouble a lot. I was just real sarcastic and I corrected people all the time. I know. You think I do it a lot now? I used to do it way more. Ooh. Now it's just in my head like, nope, don't see it. Don't see it. Yeah, that's, yeah. That's some of the stuff we get better he at. He didn't use the right fucking tense on that, but don't correct it. Just let it be. Just let it be. Let it it be. took a long time. Oh, and there's so much more worse things. And, you know, even that could be one, like, you pull the guy over to the side later and be like, hey, bro, you know the past tense. That's a better way to do it. No, I'm interrupting you in front of everybody and telling you (laughs) when I'm six. So it's embarrassing as fuck. This six-year-old just correcting me in front of all these adults. You suck. Fuck that guy. (laughs) Fuck that little kid. (laughs) 
<laughs> Once again, parents, I'm sorry. Oh, yeah. I'm sure funny. I'll have more to apologize for later. Way more. Because y'all are still my parents, and I'm still talking shit all the time. Mm-hmm. It's not going to stop. Mm-hmm. It's just going to get tempered a little bit. Yeah. Are we, uh... What's on the docket, baby? Next time we do this, remind me to make a fake ad. I miss those. They're fucking hilarious. I was thinking about them today, and I was like, man, I really need to do that. It's just, I don't, I, I haven't gotten to the the habit yet, and I, I will. Back in the groove, I will baby. get back in the groove, I promise. I mean, what, what, what was it? Fucking Christian's baby batter? That shit was hilarious. Christian's baby batter. Yeah. We talked about that this weekend on the river trip. Oh, you did? We did. How effective it is. Yeah, hopefully it's not effective at all anymore. Like Since Luke I got Skywalker. a vasectomy, it better not be effective First at all. First second Death Star. If it's still effective, I'm going to effectively murder my urologist. Ah. Effectively. Yes. Respectfully, though. Respectfully, I'm going to murder him. <laughs> <laughs> Respectfully. Slowly? Nah, that'd be quick. Hmm. I'm going to tell him why, though, first. Yeah. But I'm not going to draw it out like a Batman villain. Okay. I'm going to say it quick and then shoot him in the head. Okay. That seems... I don't know. I feel like you should do something urology E. am not going to mess with this fucking penis. <laughs> what do you want me to do? I think you should. Okay, you come with me and you can do the penis part. Uh, oh, man. Did I tell you about our buddy Micah? He got... He, he donated half his li- liver... Half his liver? Half his liver, he donated it. To a relative? No. To a, quote-unquote, friend of a friend. No. I'm selling that. I'm not donating it. Hey. You gotta pay. <laughs> this is America. <laughs> I'm with you. Oh. But anyway, he's out. He's um, he's out of the hospital, but he's, he's um, up north. In a furnished apartment where they they want him close near the hospital, uh, <laughs> you know, in case anything goes wrong. He like can't drink anymore for like ever. I'm not sure. I, I'm sure actually. It's a while. I think your liver, if you donate part of it, it will grow back. Yeah, it'll grow back. So he can't drink for like five years. Is that how long? I don't know how long it takes a liver to grow back. I'm just spitballing here. I hope my liver grows faster than that or regenerates faster than that. I'm like, man, if I just cut part off of it now, can I regrow fresh liver? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. This part's fatty. I might need to get rid of half a kidney, too. They need some help. Yeah, just trim it back. (laughs) Like a rose bush. Yeah, we're just giving you an edge up to your (laughs) internal organs. Yes, yes. It doesn't seem like a bad play at all. Doc, just go in there and trim all the bad parts off. Just trim it up. Trim it up. With a black and decker. A black and decker, what, belt sander? Like... <laughs> no, like a, the hedge clippers. Ah, the hedge clippers! Uh, so, yeah. I gotta stop thinking about this. <laughs> Lungs? Go in there with a weed whacker. Clear those out. Nah, I'm not letting them fuck with my lungs. They're just gonna be fucked up. They're just gonna be fucked, huh? I'm too, I'm too scared they're gonna mess something up. Oh. They're too sensitive. They're like plastic bags. They are. So, oh, poked a hole in it. You're fucked. You're Sorry. Fucked. You're gonna die. We can try to patch it up with some duct tape and prayers. But that's it. Man, I was listening to an audiobook. It's actually Stephen King talking about writing and his process on writing. But like the last two hours of the book... It, it goes off the rails 
Kind of. He talks about, you know how he wrote that book, uh, Misery, right? When he got hit by that van. You know about that, like 99, he got hit by a van, thought he was going to die and all this. The only thing I know about Stephen King's writing process is that for a significant amount of bestsellers, he was doing all kinds of cocaine. He did a lot of cocaine. That's all I know. I didn't know that he got hit by a car and wrote Misery, though. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. He got hit by a, by a van they were supposed to leave on some family vacay. And his, like, this this part down was, like, shifted over. Like, his legs down were I'm like, I'm going to, you're going to have to be more descriptive. I know, I know, I know, I know, I know. <laughs> his legs were facing one way and his sternum was facing another way. There you go. They were not, they were not facing the right way. So, and, the, like, the dude that hit him... Just so happened to see his glasses, like when the when the guy hit him, he was looking at his Rottweiler in the back of the van. Hit Stephen King and thought it was like a small deer and kept driving until he saw like some stranger's glasses in the passenger seat, and that's when he stopped. And they like got into his passenger seat. He got hit and his glasses flew off into Jesus. the passenger seat. Yeah. yeah also, so. if you're driving a large van, human beings will feel like small deer. You should look around. <laughs> you should look around. <laughs> Yeah, don't let your Rottweiler into your fucking ice. Put him in a fucking carrier. Your igloo cooler. So anyway, yeah, he's there, and uh, I guess the uh, older gentleman called for help, and uh, Stephen eventually got airlifted. But what I was going to say was, not only was that book pretty good and the audio book done well, he was getting airlifted when he was like, it feels like I'm drowning. It's like, oh, your lung just collapsed. Yeah. He was already in pretty rough shape. Spoiler alert, Stephen King didn't die. Hey, guys, he survived. Yeah. It was pretty cool. It went from, this is how I feel about characters and writing, da 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 for like eight hours, and then it's like, here's what happened when I got hit by a van. And then he does a Q&A with his son. It was, it was actually a really good read, really good <coughs> book. So anyway, that's what I have to contribute. That's what you have, huh? Yeah, that just popped in there. I hope more pops in here. I did. I wrote one show note last week. Nice. And I said, no matter what happens, I was going to talk about it anyway. Okay. Not a, not, not a huge deal. But Trey Richardson, a player for the TCU baseball team, what, now at this point, two weeks ago, hit three home runs in one game, including two grand slams. Wow. Yes. And they won that game. I would hope so. Obviously. I don't even know if they're still in the shit. I don't know who's in the College World Series oh, anymore. I don't either. Yeah. I've been unplugged, unfortunately. Yeah, I'd rather be plugged into the internet than communicating with people around me because mm, those people suck. kind of your MO. Yeah. Most people But people suck. on the internet suck too, so. Yeah, but they're far away. So when I have the urge to stab them, they're far away. They're far away. So it's not. They're in the digital It's not realm. hard to fight the urge to pull my knife out and stab them in the neck because they're far away. Far away. And until I learn how to teleport to people's locations, in the it'll be that realm. way. Oh, internet Freddy Krueger? Yeah. That's my life goal. Yeah, when you can just digitally kill people. Yeah. And not like video games, like you no. get to see and feel the viscero when you- I'm like coming through your Wi-Fi. Pull their liver out and take it for yourself. And I'm eviscerating <laughs> you. And then going back on your Wi-Fi, back to my house. Oh, I see what you're saying. Yeah. That's like video drone, right? Alibi! Yeah. There's no way you could have gotten there in that time. I had a VPN hider. That's right. I murdered all of you. <laughs> there would be so many people I murdered. It's I probably just, good that I can't 
don't coming have the cat power. five cable coming through or the wi-fi if you're not hardwired yeah I'm coming through it all is the wi-fi Pause. in the air it's in the air can you materialize and then uh in my in my dream i can <laughs> speaking of dreams i had another weird ass dream last night uh-huh. it was like a post-apocalyptic wasteland but like all there was to eat was bread and corn chips I don't understand it either. It was fucking stupid. And I tried to wake up and I did wake up. I woke up like four different times like this is dumb and I don't want to eat this terrible food <laughs> of bread and corn chips. No, it's terrible. Unless you have chili, like you're out, you're out of luck with that. There was no meat. Ugh, Every now and then there was a cheese spread. But I was not allowed to eat it. You can't have the cheese. I wasn't allowed to eat it. That was safe for the higher ups. (laughs) And I ate it accidentally (laughs) a couple times. I didn't go through the training. There was training. It was like a fucking post-apocalyptic cult that I was in. Yes. I woke up four different times. And I was like, this is bullshit. Stop. I'm going back to sleep. Same fucking dream. We just continue. (laughs) (sighs) Do you think the reason people like have a hard time remembering their dreams like God one day was just like that's it I can't take it anymore boop y'all are forgetting I'm hearing too much about bullshit dreams it's all you guys fucking talk about done it's gone hmm maybe but I don't know how much bullshit that cut down on God hearing (laughs) oh oh I didn't used to remember my dreams, but now I'm like I remember them. Like the dream that I'm just brushing over, I remember a shitload about it. Yeah. Like the dream I told you about the space station. That one's cool. I remember a shitload about it. Um, I don't know why this is happening. Because mm. I don't be going to sleep sober. Yeah. So why am I remembering these things? I don't know. I don't I've heard going to sleep high make sure you don't remember your dream. Because people say they don't dream when they go to sleep high. They're lying. They just don't remember that they dream. I don't remember them. I'm gonna have to start smoking weed. Maybe they have super lame dreams. Maybe, maybe. I don't remember any dreams I've had while high, uh, well, on marijuana anyway. My dreams were pretty cool up through. I can remember some through college. They were pretty damn good. Although the last few years, I don't really remember much at all. Uh, Enough about dreams. Unless anybody listening is a dream interpreter, then y'all can contact us. Um. Yay! So I can fuck your whole week up. <laughs> Dominicana, the Dominican. Yes. Yeah, so went to the beautiful, lovely Dominican um, with the girlfriend, and I have dubbed them the Goof Troop, as per Christian, not as per you, but I'm stealing that from you because it's just so applicable there. It really is. It's so applicable. Um, Ah, it was the worst, man. So, they were all supposed to fly out Saturday. Actually, the kids weren't even supposed to fucking come. Because the girlfriend messed around, got their passports late. The woman was like, oh yeah, they're coming. And then couldn't get an appointment. They were fucking backed up. And that was the whole reason I was going to go. is because it looked like the kids couldn't make it. So right? Like, no kids. I was just like, me and yeah. girlfriend and Dominica. Yeah, needs. you and me, let's go. And she's all bummed out. I'm like, hey, anything could happen. Like, they could show up. The whole time wishing that it didn't happen. <laughs> and little do you know, I was right. A miracle happened. They showed up. 
But then they missed their flight Saturday. Did they not wake up early enough or? No, they got there. The Dominican has a little QR code that if you read the fine print when you do your check-in, which I guess they didn't do, you're supposed to fill out some paperwork. It's just immigration bullshit, but it's a little QR code uh, you gotta do for there and back. Anyway, they didn't fucking do it. And if you're and if you're there for check-in under an hour, they could have made it, no problem, but the guys were being dicks at the gate. So they're like, nope. So then chaos ensues. Girlfriend's freaking out. Hey, they only have three seats available on the next flight, and that flight's yours, so I need you to go with the kids, and I'm gonna take a five o'clock in the morning out. And I'm gonna fly, and I have a layover in Chicago, and then I'm gonna fly, and then I'm gonna meet you guys in the Dominican on sa- su- su- Sunday. Sunday. Chicago layover. I'm like, are you fucking serious? Yeah, that was just the way it worked out. That ain't the right direction. No, it's not. It's I'm not. not a geography major, <laughs> but Chicago is the opposite. No, all right, all right. So I'm like, yeah, I, I, I guess this sounds horrible. Hours go by, she's crying, she's got all kinds of problems. I'm like, it'll be fine, it'll work out. Miraculously, a seat opens up on my flight. Now all four of us, all five of us are going together. Yay! Golf clap. I don't know if that was audible or not. (laughs) Buddy Eddie takes me to the airport. They've got trouble checking in again. I'm like, use the fucking kiosk. There's a kiosk. Use the goddamn kiosk. It's right there. way better than talking to people. Yes. She wants to talk to people. They're going out of like Terminal E. I'm like, no, my my flight's out of Terminal D. I'll I'll meet you guys over here. Now, to be fair, when I walked into the fucking airport, I've never seen it such a zoo on a Sunday ever. There's freaking people everywhere. And it's like, our flight's at 10 a.m.? So I was there at 7, 7 o'clock in the morning. And it's not... It's people waiting to get on planes, like checking in, doing all this bullshit. But I walk in, found a kiosk, boop, boop, boop. I didn't have to wait in line. Bam, bam, thank you, ma'am. Girl from United comes over, looks at my backpack, sees my carry-on, meets all whatever's, and I got my boarding pass. I'm, 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 I'm through security. I'm done in like 20 minutes. I think an hour goes by, and finally the goof troop and D show up. Now here's the worst part. I get to the bar. I'm like, I'd love a beer. He's like, not till 10 a.m. on Sunday, sir. What are you here for? Why are you even at work? Uh, if you can't give me a beer. Uh, I think that's Texas, but I don't know. It's Texas. It's fucking and Texas. And honestly, it's noon on Texas. In Texas. Maybe because it's, it's the... I, they might have Airports have special rules? I guess so. So if we want to get drunk Maybe earlier like on time. Sundays... It's noon in Eastern time. If you're coming from Eastern time zone, you can have a beer. (laughs) That's the only thing I can think of. So anyway, have a club soda. And fucking these kids are wandering off. And they're into like cologne now. And one of them's just like buying all kinds of expensive colognes and putting too much of it on. Which makes no sense to me. He's buying cologne stateside? Yeah. Go to where things are cheaper. I don't. Whatever. So anyway, I walk over and I'm like, it's about time to board. So I'm like, hey guys, you guys need to take a piss because we're about to board. Oh no, we're good. Okay, all right. Go in, take a piss, come back out. Get all the goof troops passports together. D's got them all in like a fucking Scooby-Doo sandwich she's got in her hand. 
get in, and right when we're about to get in line, oh, I gotta pee. Oh, I gotta pee. Oh, I gotta pee. And it was at that moment, I looked at them very calmly and said, I just fucking asked you if you had to take a piss. Sounded very calm. <laughs> you have the calmness for the occasion. You fucking stupid idiots. I just asked you this shit. Run. Oh my God. And that was the first time I got a look from the girlfriend. And I was like, I'm going to give you a look back. This is the face of these are the idiots. These are the kids you raised, bitch. Yeah, I didn't do this. I didn't do this. I didn't do any of they this. They would have peed on me. I am reacting appropriately. <laughs> <sighs> anyway, we got on the plane, and there's this little girl, and we're all in separate seats because fucking chaos, right? We're all in separate seats. That might have been for the best. It was. We're all in separate seats, and I'm, I'm getting my fucking headphones on I'm like alright on the plane D's way in the back somewhere kids are god knows where I'm like whatever and then this little girl behind me <laughs> just starts retching into this like plastic waste bag like before the flight even took off yes yes <laughs> and I'm like oh god I hate children so much and I feel bad for it because it's not her fault or maybe it was. Maybe she drank too much chocolate milk. Yeah, because yeah, probably her dad was like, hey, you shouldn't drink that before we get on the plane. She was like, no, I got it. Fuck you, dad. And then she drank it all. You're not my real dad. And then he was like, little bitch, I told you. I told you. you. And you better not have to pee her on the flight. <laughs> <laughs> and that's a four-hour flight, man. Oh, that's not even bad. I thought it, I, I didn't think it was going to be that long. But anyway, long story short, D texts me. Hey, there's a seat open up back here. Whoosh, gone. I got it, the smell was already hitting the plane and like the. Oh, you had to get out of there. Oh, I had to get out of there, man. It was bad. I don't like. I don't, don't like running away from us. You could like my carry-on's up there. I'm not taking it with me, but I don't want to come back and fight for it either. Oh yeah, especially when you're getting off and you have to stop yeah. and grab it. Now I just put mine under the seat. That way, you don't have to do. Ah, that. okay. You pack. You pack light. Anyway. Oh, you check. Major baggage. Oh, no, I never check major, major baggage. It's just a backpack and that's it. There are varying to size. Size there is like large backpack and regular backpack. If I can't fit this backpack, it's not going. That's right. That's right. But anyway, we got there. It was great. Um, let's break it up, Christian. What do you got? Tell us about the river trip, dude. I don't know. We just talked about traveling. Let's talk about... Hmm. How to word this? Let's talk about... My cat. Your cat. The poor boy. So, to frame this properly, before we went on our trip, you went on your trip. So, I was dog sitting. Correct. Nine. Much appreciated. Four, four, four and a half days, right? So, my cat was like, nah, niggas, I'm out. So, he just left. Then, after we returned nine, I then left. For four days. So when we came back, couldn't find that cat. No cat. Nowhere to be found. I, I walked around. My little, me. I walked around. I know you don't know this is a big deal, <laughs> but it is. I walked around calling the cat, shaking the cat food. Cat did not show up. Damn, I didn't know how much you loved that cat. Then Kayla was crying. I love that cat for what it does for my daughters. Mm. 
Kayla was crying. She's like, I have the worst week ever. Blah, 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 blah. Now Elmer won't come back. And I was like, relax. He'll be back. He'll be back. That's where she does this. And then like 4 o'clock that morning, <laughs> he came back. I was like, all right. Relief. Thank you. I don't Elmer. blame him for not coming back. There was a giant predatory dog there for four days and then no family there for four days. No one to he feed He had him. to go figure out what to do. Sometimes you got to go figure out. No, I left out. a bunch of food out for him. Oh, you did? And when I came back, I was like, oh, he didn't eat all of this. Uh-oh. I hope he didn't get eight. Yeah. <laughs> Hawks. Snakes. He'd probably be all right. Well, hey, man, he's scrappy. He only got one working eye. Scrappy He dude. can't really fight that well, but he knows how to survive. So he's back. He's done pretty well. Oh, yes. How old is that cat now? Uh, three and a half or four, I think. He's a survivor. He's a survivor. Has he ever been to the vet? No. Good. Is he a house cat? No. Is there a litter box in the house? No. Good. Is there little poops in your house? No. All right, good. Otherwise, there wouldn't be a cat at my house. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, I would throw him in my neighbor's yard. Fight yeah. that German chip. Fight that German chip. <laughs> Teach you shit in my house again. Right, you better fight the earth to shit in my house or fight a dog. You pick. You pick. Shit in the house, fight the dog. Oh, that's, that's, that's great. Right, what was I missing? What did I come back to? Oh. Another uh, Twitter fucking heap of bullshit. There's this very attractive girl. Woman? No woman who um, took a picture of herself in the bathroom at Home Depot wearing her Home Depot apron. She just took a picture and she posted it. That's all she did. And the internet went fucking nuts. There were people being like, oh my god, she should stop working at Home Depot and do OnlyFans. And I'm like, the fuck, leave this bitch alone. She's doing what she wants. She looks great. Yes, she took a picture. That's all she did. They're like, oh, she's doing OnlyFans. Then people went crazy and they're like, all right, well, I can tell by the fucking way that the bricks look on this part of the wall that this is a Home Depot and this particular state and this particular state. They found out where she worked. Uh, Dogster. Um, there were polls on Twitter like, should she quit doing, quit working at Home Depot and start her OnlyFans? And suck dick on camera for money? I'm like, what? Is this the cute girl with the glasses? Yes. Mm. So, not only did they go nuts, make all these polls, dox her, and act all kinds of crazy, another OnlyFans girl went and took a picture in a Home Depot apron in a bathroom and then posted pictures of her giving up neck. Oh, my God. On Twitter and shit. Yes. Like, that's so fucked up. A girl can't be pretty and take a picture? Not on the internet. Leave people alone! Not on the internet, not anymore. Oh. Take a picture, send it to your friends. So. I was thinking about this the other day. It's the equivalent of the guys in New Orleans that are like, they have like the Jesus signs. Like, that's what you're doing. You're just broadcasting it to the world. And the people around you, they're, they, the people around you suck. You have no control <laughs> over them. <clears throat> they don't. And now it's not just the people around you, it's infinite. Infinite. Especially like broadcasting like Jesus. The Bible specifically says not to be flashy with your faith. Mm. People There's will know you by your works. You don't need to put a whole bunch of shit up. If you are that way, people will understand that you're that way by interacting with you. You don't need to put up a bunch of signs and banners. And these dudes with the megaphones, you know? 
Like the ones that go to college campuses and yeah, just preach at people. Oh yeah, those guys too. She's a super cute Home Depot girl. Yep. And that's where it should stop. I went to a high I went to high school with a girl named Ruby, and she became a super cute Home Depot girl. I don't know what she's doing now because I don't have my Facebook anymore, but hmm. I used to work at Home Depot. Oh yeah? Great place to work. Not a great place to work. <laughs> Oh my god, I walked in the one on fucking 99 and Fry. Do you know how busy that shit is? Uh, I know the parking lot's bad. Oh my god. Yeah, and what, now that HEB's right across from uh, it? That's what the Home Depot parking lot looked like. Ugh. And I was pushing carts. Do you know how many fucking carts there are? You were a cart pusher? And cashier. Uh. But when it got busy, they'd call me in the cashier. And then when it was all done, we got the customers out, they would send me out and be like, hey, go get all the carts that you let build up for two hours while helping the cashiers. Oh, uh, thanks. And then not help me. Thanks. And then be like, no, but you can't get overtime. It's like, well, something's got to give here. Yeah. Yeah. I was working two other jobs at the time. Oof. But now I'm making up for now it. Now what happened? <laughs> I beat He's you. taking a break. I beat you. <laughs> uh, Y'all, leave people alone. Um. Holy shit, bro! Yes. The the world record for the two mile run has recently been broken. Okay. He ran it. To this is two miles again in seven minutes and fifty four seconds. Jeez. Remember when it was impossible to run a four minute mile? Yeah. So. That guy's just balls out sprinting. First mile was four minutes and two seconds. Second mile was three minutes and 52 seconds. Guess the race. Huh? Guess the race. Asian. No. Mm. Kenyan. Nice try. Nope. White from Norway. Uh, Tall, lanky motherfucker. It's Jacob. Inga Brixton. Inga Brixton. There's a joke there somewhere. And I watched him run this. Yeah. Doesn't take long. Less than eight <laughs> minutes. I'm like, this dude is running two miles at a pace that I can't run 100 meters at. <laughs> he is moving and grooving. I feel like it would be easier if it was all new. Like, if I had to do the, like, around the track at school, like, eight or 12 times, whatever it was, that uh, to me, that, that's boring. But if it's always somewhere new, like, even if you have one long, just... Like Mario Kart race. Not a whole bunch of laps. Just one long one. It would just make it make Like it how it's more interesting for me to watch NASCAR road races than just the, the lap yeah, races. Yeah, yeah. It's boring. However, if you're running on the track, you have the benefits of running on the track and wearing spikes. Right. You can't just run rubber all the way meandering down and new places. And you know the terrain so you don't, like, break an ankle. Oh. Uh, uh, but, yeah, that's pretty fucking incredible. I'm still bummed about this poor girl at Home Depot. Did she lose her job? She shouldn't lose her job. I don't know that she did. And if she did, well, she's got plenty of opportunities. She don't have to do suck dick on OnlyFans. She could just show her feet on OnlyFans. Yeah. Or she could do a podcast. And or she could be like at the paint mixing station. She got DMs. Hold on. Let's go back to paint mixing. Why do you say that, Justin? You know, she's showing off the Home Depot bathroom. Maybe 
Go to the paint mixers. Mix the paint. Mix the paint. Do you think there would be like some jiggle or something? Like, no. What are you talking about? That's, Just mix the paint. They have automated. They paint do. Mixers. That's why I was trying to figure out where you were going. Mm. She good. She also got D, she got DM by Shaquille O'Neal. Oh yeah, he's on here too. He was like, oh, he should be. But he was like, yeah, yeah, just yeah, keep your head up. Just keep doing whatever. Tell all your boyfriends I said hi. <laughs> <coughs> but then she put that shit on the internet. I'm like, ah, you haven't didn't, learned anything. Didn't learn. Stop putting shit on the internet. Look, talk to me. Oh, you didn't uh, learn. Thing, thing, you didn't learn. Yeah. Um, this is uh, why I don't post on the internet. Or I very rarely do. There's a bunch of dumb girls at Home Depot taking pictures. I'm sure that all started recently. Yeah, um, yeah more than likely. Alright, tell me some shit while I take a break before I get mentally prepared. I need a beer. Alright, take a break. 1982. <laughs> so I was listening, or I was gonna tell you, I was uh, after that Stephen King book. I was a uh, they were talking about the shows and books him and his kid had been doing, and I started watching this Netflix movie called In the Tall Grass, which got terrible reviews. Like even on Netflix, when you're scrolling through, it was like 60 percent, which usually I'd just be like, no, 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 no. But anyway, because I listened to the book, I was like, fuck it. And it was already like 9 o'clock at night, so boom. I fucking loved it. <laughs> so it starts off with like, um, it's this girl and his brother, and they're driving like across the heartland, like Nebraska, Kansas, you know, where it's just really boring, boring countryside. And they come up to like this this church, and she's got a vomit because she's like watching him eat a burger or something. She gets nauseous and blah, she got to throw up. But when she's got her head hanging out the window, he hears like a, Hey, I'm lost in here. Help. And I was like, oh, I like this. <laughs> Let me just stop you right fucking there. Yeah. I just warned my wife and other fellow white people that I am um, in a relationship with. If you ever hear the voice of a baby or small child in the wilderness, do not go check on it. It's always a trap. Always. Don't if your kids are in your car, just go. Somebody else will find that kid. Yeah. It's not your job. Yeah. Kevin McAllister's mom, she's got to go fight those people. <laughs> you, you leave. That's the home alone bitch, right? Uh-huh. Yeah, so anyway, they go into the, uh, they hear this kid and they go in there. And he looks like he's been in there with for like days with no food, no water. And then they end up meeting... They run into his dad, but they're all separated. And they're trying to like, you know, hey, you know, Marco, Polo, Marco, Polo. But the voices keep jumping. Like there's no way for them to like, there's no linear way to get to each other. There's some under meaning traveling passageways through this thing. And it's like all encompassing. It's this giant fucking field and the mm -hmm. grass is like eight, 10 feet tall. And even at one point, like they're like, they're trying to get back to each other and like, hey, put your hands up and jump. And they jump. And they see each other and they're like, okay, I'm gonna come closer. Okay, jump up again. God. See, to white people, that's a mystery. To black people, that's a sign to leave. But you can't. You're in the tall grass. You should have never been in there in the first place. You can't get out. <laughs> 
You're in the tall grass, bro. Now you're stuck. I'm fucking, I guess, just be white and solve mysteries. <laughs> Once you're in there, you should have never been in there the first place. Should have brought the van and the dog. Actually, the dog does kind of, spoiler alert, save the day. But, uh, yeah, like every time you make a left or a right, it kind of creates like an alternate reality or a, what do you call it? It a forks, forks the timeline or whatever, whatever you want. And you were able to follow this. Yeah. Clearly you were sober when you watched this. Clearly. I won't be mm. when I watch it. And I'm going to talk trash to the movie the whole time. I know you are. Like a nigga. There was only, there was only like a couple times where I was like, ugh, idiots. <laughs> there was only like twice, maybe three times. So I was like, idiots. But anyway, yeah, check it out if you got time. Or don't. The gore was sufficient. I enjoyed it. Oh, sufficient gore? Okay. Mm. So... We're in the Dominican. We get there Sunday night, and I'm immediately pissed off and disappointed because here's the thing, at least in this hotel, about the Dominican. And I go, they speak Spanish there, Christian. I, I wasn't sure. I give, I, I give pretty good Spanish, dude. Yeah, For Pinche Huero, I give pretty good Spanish. And I try and do that anywhere I go. Like, if... The native tongue is this. I try and pick up at least a little bit. Just it's, a little bit. It's just common courtesy. Just to make it look like you tried. I tried. Because people hate Americans. I'm not just reason. another dumb... Oh, I, I, I am a dumb American, but... But we try at but least. But I'm trying. I'm trying real hard. But these people at the front desk... Here's... It, here's how it went sometimes. Hey, excuse me. I need to check in. Oh, okay. Just a second. And they'll be like looking down... And then their friend will come over and they'll be like gossiping in Spanish and laughing and joking. And she's like, I just need one second. And then she'll walk over and like pick a pen up and then she'll talk to this girl and then walk back. She's like, do you know what room numbers yours was? I was like, yeah, it's this, this, this. Okay, one second. And she'll walk back and they'll talk and they'll laugh. And then she'll come back. She's like, I need your credit card. I was like, okay, here's my credit card. Oh, I need to get the machine. Okay. Why did you ask me for my card Go before you had the machine? get the machine. They're hitting you with the DMV treatment. There, it was worse than the DMV. There goes another 20 minutes of getting the fucking machine. This was constant with like the front desk people. Now, like most of the, 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 the bartenders we found were awesome. Now, I'll say this. The first night we were there, the booze was terrible. They had a bar right by the lobby the beer wasn't cold it smelled bad and d and i sat down next to this place here's another i'm never having fucking children moment <laughs> we had we were sitting down we finally relaxed we found a fan because there was an ac like in the outdoor lobby right and there's a dude like playing spanish guitar or whatever and there's this little kid right and he's just running and you can see about a quarter horse behind this kid is grandpa and he's doing the best he can to keep up with this little shit nosed brat right and he's like kid goes left kid goes right kid goes left again he's making a bolt for the tienda store right grandpa tries to grab him but he can't he does a circle grandpa's hollering at this poor this fucking little bastard the whole time and he's like no i want to go in the store he's like no we're going over here no finally little kid gets out of grandpa's grasp runs and then just like lays down He's not going anywhere. So the next thing you know, Grandpa's got this motherfucker by the hands. This is dragging the shit. 
down the steps toward like wherever the family was. So we're sitting down. D tried to get a wine. It was bad. My beer was bad. So I look at the uh, the senorita bartender girl. I was like, hey, can I get a, a whiskey and club soda and can she get a vodka cranberry? One drink, two parts. Seems easy enough. Right here. Two and two. Seems easy enough. She leaves for a long time. D has to go to the bathroom. She comes back. I have a whiskey and water. <coughs> and <coughs> D's vodka cranberry looks like lemonade. I say, thank you. I take a sip. I'm like, okay, zero bubbles in there. <laughs> and I don't even have to take a drink of D's drink, right? So finally she comes back. She's like, everything okay? I was like, well, actually, this is supposed to be a vodka cranberry. And I was like, does this have club soda? She's like, no, no, no. I was like, all right, cool, cool. Can you fix that, please? Not a problem. D comes back. We found this awesome little, um, it was called the Carnival, but it was like a little theater out, out, outdoors. And they were doing like Circus Olay shit outdoors in front of this big crowd that we found. So we watched that for like five or 10 minutes. And then she orders a vodka cranberry from this guy who just poured a shit ton of cranberry juice in a glass and hands it to her. God awful. But finally we made it all the way to the end and we found Francisco. And Francisco, they make a good drink. This guy's doing shots underneath the bar while people are waiting in line. Finally I go up there and I was like, D got me a, a, a bourbon soda and she had her drink and I got a couple margaritas and they're great and finally I was like okay faith restored maybe may, maybe there's hope after all and actually overall the place was great most of the bartenders were awesome so we end up at the buffet the morning after and we can't find the kids now we went to the buffet that night to eat dinner and in the morning we're in the same buffet we can't find them so she calls them up it's like where are you guys we're at the buffet we're like no, you're not. Oh, you guys are at the wrong buffet. I'm like, mm, no, we're not. No, you guys are at the wrong one. We're at the one we were at last night. No, guys. And these kids, they have such confidence, but they're so fucking wrong. And they're not smart. They think they're smart. I this know. is the problem with teenagers. This is what we used to be. I know. It's it horrible. Is, it makes it even worse to I realize know. it. Imagine what my parents felt like. Ugh, those poor, uh, poor people. Well, anyway, I don't know if you know this about buffet food or all-inclusive resort buffet food. It's terrible. Awful. Terrible. And you need to get it as soon as it comes out. Yes. Or just not eat it at all. But apparently, it gets worse. Because Dee was getting an omelet at the omelet station. And she was one guy back. And the guy who was making his omelet was kind of staring off, checking with his wife, waving over, waving her down. Dee's watching the guy make this dude's omelet, and he's about to flip it when a fly lands right in the middle. <laughs> and he oh, no. flips that fucking omelet. And he's making eye contact with Dee, like, say something. <laughs> Bitch, I dare you. I'm not remaking this omelet. She remains silent. And we just know that poor bastard ate a mouthful of flies somewhere. Whatever, it was fried up and cooked protein, baby. Now, we did get to eat at two good restaurants. They had a couple very nice restaurants. And it was like four resorts, like four long resorts all next to each other, maybe five. And they all had different restaurants. Some were adult only, some were kid, like super kid heavy on that side. 
I was like, next time we're staying at the luxury adult only resort because that that place looked fucking awesome. They had it was like a, what you would imagine the Greek gods live at, like big big stone white pillars with fucking hot tubs and beautiful women in bikinis. I was like, this sucks again. Don't have children. Justin got some fucking money. He's like, I'm not having children, and I want to dine at Mount Olympus. Yes. <laughs> yes. As one should. <laughs> but anyway, so we got we got seafood one night, and uh, it was like octopus with polenta, and then scallop with pork, and some fish, and octopus, and that was great. And the, the second night, we got a... Oh, it was a Brazilian steakhouse. Mm. Now, I was, I was a little gun-shy, because I'm like, eh, it's a resort... Uh, you just never know, right? But they had the grand salad bar. Kids all went berserk for the salad bar. I was like, you fucking rookies. You idiots. Rookies. You're filling up on uh, grass. Grass. That's what the steak eats. <laughs> Eat the steak, you idiots. <laughs> so at the seafood place the night before, they have like this one wine guy. And this motherfucker looks just like Alex Rodriguez. Oh, and he hands me the wine list, and I'm looking at him like, this guy looks like Alex Rodriguez. You might he's as well like, just yeah. tell him. He's heard it 17,000 <laughs> times. <laughs> and I'm looking through, and I'm like, you know, this is an all-exclusive resort. I don't want to spend $50 on a bottle of wine. Thank you, sir. So we're at the Brazilian place. Here comes my buddy Alex again. He's here to sell me another bottle of wine, or try to anyway. He struck out the first time he's trying again. I look through the list. I'm like, yeah, I don't want to spend 40 bucks on a bottle at an all-inclusive resort. when you're." When... And they have house wine. Yeah, so why am I'm, I doing I'm this? Like, nah. What am I? Am I flexing? And then I'm like, here with my girlfriend, not with the girl I'm trying to date. Right. I don't need to flex. <laughs> but then he's like, "Come over here." Takes me over to the the wine chiller rack, the uh, the fridge, and he's like, "This one, only thirty five. I'm like, "It's too much. It's too much, dude." He's like, "I got one more. It's upstairs. We only have it upstairs. Limited time only." Yeah, of course. He's like, it's like twenty five or twenty nine dollars. I was like, show me, bring me that, bring me that bottle. Bring it here. Walk upstairs, bitch. I want a discount. <laughs> so he brings me the bottle. It's it's fucking great. I take one glass. I cork that bitch and tell him, bring me the rest of the house wine. <laughs> this one's coming back to me in the room. And then we ended up, so we got, we got, we ended up going and getting some coffee from the Dominican, which I ground up. I know you don't care about coffee. Shit, that probably made his night though. He got yeah. that sale. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, oh, dude, I bought a fucking Dominican torpedo cigar. We're walking back to the room, <coughs> me, D, the goof troop, and they're like, okay. And this is like three or four days in into the resort stay, right? And I'm 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 walking everybody because no one knows where the fuck they're ever going. No one knows where they're going ever, except me. It seems like. So then they're like, "Okay, here's our room." I'm like, "That's not your room. That's 36. You're in 35. No numbers. There's numbers." And then I, and then I'm like, "Come on, D, let's go." She's like, "That's not our room." I'm like, yes, it is. It's 34. No, we're 35. I was like, how the fuck do any of you do anything? anything. How do you exist in the world? Oh, my God. I'm going to the store to buy a permanent marker. I'm going to write your room numbers on your hands. Those were my exact words. And this was fucking four nights in. My exact what words. What are you doing? 34 and 35. <sighs> One's a... No, it's not a prime number. <laughs> <laughs> no, 
either of them are prime numbers. 35 stuff. You prime. tried it. 35 stuff prime. Oh my god. Mm. But the best fucking time of that entire trip, D went to bed early. And the kids had their own room in the, in the in a different like building, which was like 35 building, 34 success. building. Success. Fucking success. I sat on the balcony, I opened that bottle of wine. And I smoked that yes, whole goddamn cigar oh, by myself. By yourself. Oh, by myself. Yes. And it was so good. Man, there is nothing like that. That was the best part of the whole fuck. I, I know it's terrible to say, no. but that was fucking awesome. As a man, I understand. <sighs> so that cigar when was we so went good. To, when we went to Padre last year, the best time I had. Sitting out on the balcony alone, <laughs> sipping vodka and smoking a cigar and listening to music on my phone. It was the best time I had. Because I was there by myself. Uh, not by myself, but my wife wasn't there. And I had my three kids and my little brother and his friend and my niece and nephew in my room. That's too many. Kids. And everybody was acting like shit was just sweet. Like, oh, yeah, he should just do this. No, should I just do this? That's way too many fucking kids. Yeah. When I finally had some time alone, just go out there. Just shut the door. Just listen to music. It was great. It was great. Here we go. Let's go. River trip. River trip. Went with my wife on a work retreat. Let me ask you this before you get into it. Are you going to float the river again? To the New Braunfels River. In a gigantic Airbnb that's right on the river. There's four flight, four flights. I'll tell you the exact amount of steps. It's 96 <laughs> going up from the house all the way down the riverbank to the river. 96 steps. That's pretty good. It's a lot. House was beautiful. There were too many people there. There was only like one, two, three. There was only like four bedrooms. Everybody else had to sleep in common areas. And I was like, hey, babe, are you sure about this? Are you sure we shouldn't claim a room? I know you're trying to be gracious and shit. But the way that I snore is going to be disruptive to people if we can't close a door behind me. She's like, no, well, we talked about it, or I thought about it. We're just going to do this. We're going to sleep on this air mattress in here in a room to which one, two, three, four, five, six other people. Was, it's not a room. It's like a whole area. Right. But six other people were sleeping in it. Also, me and Heather require noise to go to sleep. So I stole a TV from one room, took it over to where we were sleeping, Turned on fucking whatever, South Park, Bob's Burgers, whatever. Yeah. Try to go to sleep. I didn't know this until I was awoken at 6.15 a.m. Because that's when the fuck they get up and start making noise and drinking. That I, my snoring was too loud. People couldn't do it. They're like, nah, we have to move y'all. You have to sleep downstairs. Okay. In the living room. Oh. Bum, bum, bum. Where everybody is going at 6.15 to start drinking and making noise. So, that was strike one. <clears throat> uh, day one day one was okay. They were like, right, we're, we're going to uh, go eat pizza over here. We can walk. So, first of all, I was like, 
you already know I'm not trying to fucking walk no but but I would have walked. It's just it's shorter from that house to that place than it is from my house to your house. Uh, I didn't know that at the time, but they're like, we're going to eat pizza. No, all that bread and red sauce. No, just heartburn forever. I can't do it. Not on night one. We're going to be drinking like fucking alcoholics for the whole weekend. So me and a couple buddies were like, no, fuck it. We're going to H-E-B, get some pork chops, get some vegetables, and we'll grill them on their gas grill that they have outside. They had three propane tanks. Oh, nice. All fueled up. We cooked. It was great. Ate it. Um, except before I ate, more people showed up. Young people, like in their early 20s. Ugh. So I walked, like we were hanging out outside on the balcony, I walk in the house, and there's two niggas just eating all the fucking pork chops and green beans that we made. And I was like, a lot to the point where I was like, who the oh, fuck are shit, you, man? We're running out. I better make me a plate and put it somewhere. Now, luckily, that worked. Because if it didn't, there would have been problems already. Mm. Um, That's okay. First night. First night. It went decent enough, except I snored too loud. We had to get moved to the loud room. Second night. That was floating the river day. Yay. And, but I learned before we went to float that that float takes four fucking Hours. Yeah, it's not that long. And I was like, yeah, that's an eight-hour float, too, I yeah. learned. And yeah. I was like, white people are insane. That's a half Why day. would you ever do this? Four hours nothing. And that was before I did it. But I was like, babe, Heather, babe, look, I'm going to try to do this. But the way that my bowels are set up is that I take a shit every day at 2.30. Every day, without fail. I'm going to try to do this. I'm going to take Pepto-Bismol. I'm going to try to do it, but I don't know if it's going to work. So we went. I wasn't feeling the greatest. Didn't have the best amount of sleep because those <laughs> motherfuckers woke up at 6 a.m. and started drinking and playing music. Uh, I went. Got in the river. Got on the tube. Tethered it to my wife's tube. You got a tether. And then you got to have a buddy. And then immediately I was like, Gotta shit. Why on earth would anyone ever do this? We're just baking in the sun, moving at half a mile per hour. Mm -hmm. Why? Mm -hmm. It's fun. No. Fun for who? Who has fun doing that? Did you get the big hat like I told you? No. Well, there you go. Oh, the hat made all the difference. Did you take a shit before you left? Two shits before I left. It wasn't enough. <laughs> After 45 minutes of floating down this river, I was like, okay, look, I can't hold it anymore. Something's got to happen. And I had I had a float with a bottom in it, which yeah. I'm glad because those rocks would have been hitting yes. me in the ass if I didn't. Always get a bottom if you can get one. But I was like, well, I can't just shit in the water because there's a bottom right here. Mm. And then my buddy's like, well, there's a house right there. You better paddle on over there. And grab onto some roots and climb up the bank. And I I had to. I didn't want to leave my wife alone with all these crazy people. Is this on video of you climbing out of the river? Nah. First thing I did, well, we paddled over there. 
Heather had to help because we were tethered together. I took this Yeti cup right here. And I was like, I cannot hold this and climb out. I just took it and threw it. Just threw it up on the bank, grabbed a root, grabbed a branch, stepped out of there, picked the cup up, and then proceeded to walk up all 94 steps. 96. Whatever. <laughs> while having to take a shit. So I'm clenching my cheeks together, climbing up all these flights of stairs. It was one of the hardest things I've ever done. <laughs> I didn't dry off. I ran right to the bathroom. And I stayed there for about 20 minutes. It would have been unreasonable to ask them to wait on me down there in the river. Like, y'all, go ahead. <sighs> so you shit. paddled and caught up. So I took a shit, and then I got up, and I was like, all right, can I do this? And I took a shot of vodka, and I was like, wait. Then I went back to the bathroom for 20 minutes. Mm. This is what I get for not eating the day before. Mm. Um... Christian and your bathroom escapades. So I was like, all right, all right. I think you can poop on command when you want to get I out clearly of can't catch him. <laughs> no, I can already throw up on command for that. I don't want to be able to, I want to be able to hold the poops. Mm. Couldn't do it that day. And I tried to get him out before. Anyway, so I was like, all right, they're gone. I'll go upstairs. Luckily, I bought my trusty PlayStation 4. So I'm playing PlayStation. I hear people come in the house, come downstairs like, oh, let's just show. Where's everybody else? Oh, they're still on the river. We finished early. I was like, they did not finish early. They got out. There's no way they finished early. But I don't care. I went outside to smoke and to play Pokemon Go. I'm just sitting outside on the balcony, minding my own business. I'm not talking to anybody. I'm not doing shit. And then I hear a noise, like something lands right next to me. I ignore it. I was like, oh, there's a lot of trees here. Maybe something fell. Then I hear another noise. Then another one. Then I look up. There are three white bitches on the upper deck throwing Oreos at me. Throwing Oreos that my wife bought at me. And I'm like, what are you doing? Trying to get your attention. I was like, what? Why? What are you doing? What are you doing over there on your phone? Look, you smile. It looks like you're doing something you're not supposed to. I'm like, I am playing Pokemon Go. Mind your business. <laughs> what the fuck? They're like, you know, somebody has to clean these up. And one of the women says, yeah, you. And it was at that point where I was like, I need to call somebody so that I do not roast these bitches into oblivion. I was ready, but I knew I couldn't do it. held it in oh and then one of the bitches is like hey because I've, I've met her before I'm not saying her name on purpose she's like hey show me your tongue because she knows that I have mm. a short tongue and I was like no I don't want to here's an Oreo flying like if I do this we all leave me alone yeah show them my tongue which is very short for listeners who don't know and this bitch says Oh, no wonder your wife's always in a bad mood. And so I took a deep breath and showed her my dick. And I sat back down and played Pokemon Go until I heard the rest of the people show up. What is wrong with them? And I was like, wife, this is what this bitch did. I don't need you to address it. 
I just need you to know, once I go off on this bitch, this is why. Yeah. She didn't listen. She addressed it. <laughs> and I was mad for a minute, but then I was like, yo, if it was a bunch of dudes fucking with my wife like that, I would address mm -hmm, it too. Mm -hmm. So I can't be mad at her for that. Yeah. I just wanted to get some anger out. Yeah. But I couldn't. Or at least just like, uh, give it to her so like someone else can feel you. Also, so, explain to me what your swimming trunks look like. Well, and we all had to take a picture with these swimming trunks on. They are pink and otherwisely colored, and they are covered in my wife's face. <laughs> it's just her face all over the swimming trunks. All over them. There is no gap besides pink there's, there's little pink gaps and my wife's face all over the swimming trunks oh, glorious. and I love them and I'm gonna wear them every week good just to fuck people up that's way better than like the twinsy uniforms we got for like was it James and Haley's engagement party <laughs> yeah the pool party yeah yeah they're way better than way the swimming trunks way better than our little matching uniforms which I, I actually got excited about they were right too yeah I still wear that fucking shirt sometimes the yeah. white the white and orange shirt uh huh I don't know never out to shirt. anywhere just at the house yeah that's a house shirt Oh, so um, speaking of your, your misfortune on the river and having to climb 94 steps, immediately when I got back from Punta Cana, I had to turn around and drive. Actually, I didn't drive, but we put D, Eduardo, my buddy Eddie, who was on the show last week, my, my sister Bonnie and myself, and four dogs into her forerunner and drive four hours north to a place called Granberry so that we could get my... Mom, watch my mom get married in an air hangar about 20 minutes away outside of town. Your mom decided to get married in a hangar, huh? Yeah. So were they flying out in a PJ on the honeymoon <laughs> right after that? I, I said that to my aunt Jill, and I was like, "Oh yeah, at the end of the ceremony, they're gonna get in a plane and fly off." She's like, "Hold really? on." I was like, "No, they're not." Jill went to that. Oh yeah. Oh, I regret not. Jill, being Randy, there. James, Haley. Oh my God, I regret not going there. So we got the awesome little Airbnb, but before we got there. Four dogs, four adults, one car, four hours. No. No. The, the ride is going great, and the dogs are mostly behaving, except for Nine. She's not a good riding dog. She pants a lot. She doesn't breathe through her nose. Yeah, she does a lot of that. Now, she's in the very back and trying to not be in the back the whole time. We're doing great. I'm being navigator. Dee's driving. She's doing a great job. And we're about an hour away from the house when we've got to turn on Farm to Market 4. And it's pitch black. It's dark. It's about 10, 10.30 at night. Or we're supposed to get there about 11, 11.30. And it's right at this exit point where I feel I have a turtle head about to come. It's coming. It's coming. I have to take a shit so bad. This road is the twistiest, curviest, darkest, darkest, most dangerous road I've ever been on while having to take a shit and going this fast. So I've been a pretty good sport so far about like, hey, D, you got to make a left up here. Oh, hey, there might be a, we're on ways, right? There might be a cop in about, you know, half a mile. Slow down, you know, da, da, da. At this point, all of the, um, all of my tone has changed. Hard left. <laughs> Shit is serious now. Make a right. Slow down. 
Turn your brights on. <laughs> left, 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 left. Yeah. 45 degree. I haven't explained this to anyone. Dee thinks I'm just being an asshole. Finally, we get there. I say, like, nothing to know. I fucking throw the door open and I'm inside. Oh, but the Fuck. place... <laughs> the place was awesome. We were right on the... <clears throat> right on the Brazos River, which they actually turned into a man-made lake where it was. Uh, and we had a fire pit. They had a Blackstone flat top out back. So we grilled fajitas and tacos and stuff. And we had a big cookout. Drank a bunch of beer. The dogs all had a place to stay. Uh, they had a fucking big ass jacuzzi in the back too, with a covered. Oh my deal. god! Yeah. You mean you had a place to sleep and no one threw food at you? Yes. Oh and my the shower, god, dude! I gotta tell you, the shower head was like this big, dude. It was like, like fourteen by fourteen. It was like being in hot rain, it like covered your entire body. Awesome. So then the wedding day, right? Oh, and check this out. My mom gave it, gave this to me. I don't know if you remember this, but. It's my dad's cross, man. I do not remember it, but she found it. It is cool that she found it and yeah, gave it to you. Pretty cool. So I hired a driver for eighty bucks to take us from Granbury to Crescent, which is like I said, is about twenty minutes away. This guy Joshua, man, Mister Joshua, he was like twenty-five, awesome kid, and he's super A-type personality. We're driving through Granbury, and he's like, "Oh, they have all these old cars because a lot of old rich people like retire there." See an old T-Bird, he's like, oh, that's Mr. and Mrs. Johnson. He just retired. He was in real estate. She was an old school teacher. Da, 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 da. I was like, how do you know all this shit about these people? You just fucking stop by and knock on everybody's door? We're driving by. Some dude on a rice rocket. <laughs> oh, yeah, real cool, Mike. <laughs> Everybody, right? <laughs> so finally we get to this house, and it's fucking massive, dude. It has its... The, the, Bruce's sisters, her house has its own fire department. Hold on, what? Its own fire department. It's one house. Yes. Is it a compound? Yes. Are we talking like it's David Koresh in Waco? Or? It's in a neighborhood, and it's like at the center of the neighborhood, and it has its own giant hangar with four fire trucks in it. And then below that is the bunkhouse where the firemen can sleep. Oh my God. I and next have... to that is the kitchen. And next to that is where the firemen can go work out. They've got a full fucking gym and a Michael Phelps above ground pool that moves so you can swim in place. I would have had so much more fun at that place than the place I was at. The wedding was in a dual aircraft air, airplane hangar. Air conditioned, of course. They air conditioned hangers? I didn't even know that was a thing. Didn't know it was a thing. We get there, we're like, is this someone's house? <laughs> we don't fucking know. Finally, we meet these people and they're like, there's like, there's names over here. And you didn't go there with poor people. They have money. Yeah. They still hadn't seen shit like this. We went upstairs. There was an, there was, a, it ended up being three stories. The kitchen was on the second floor. Fucking kitchen, dude. It was so cool. The pantry had two doors. An entry and an exit. <laughs> it had a... The pantry had a dog leg, bro. What the fuck? <laughs> she, I finally got a tour. I had to go call our driver because we were ready to leave. And I run into Teresa and... Um, I'll call her Barbara. Barbara 
who, upon meeting Barbara, I was meeting this table of my mom's friends, and they're like, hi, I'm Janine, hi, I'm Jeff, hi, I'm so-and-so's husband, blah, blah, blah. And then Barbara turns to me and she goes, hi, I'm available. Okay. <laughs> I was like, all right, Barbara. I'm not. All right, it sounds good. So I go to call the driver, and we got the phone. He's like, I'll be there in an hour. I was like, cool. We drank a shit ton of beer, and then I run into Barbara and Teresa, and she's like, I'll give you the full tour. Because Dee was like, I got to see this house. And it was awesome. They had a full-blown theater room. And? With, with like eight recliners with secret buttons that recline. And then like, you remember the Muppets? The old guys with the glasses? Yes. Okay, they had one of those up there. Up there. Yes. One of those. <laughs> so we get to ride in the elevator and she takes us down to the barracks where the firemen are. And then she takes us up to the master. And in the master... Not only is the bedroom incredible, the walk-in closet had its own laundry room. It had its own washer and dryer. I've never seen a house like this. It was fucking crazy. Meanwhile, in the Legion of Doom, I come back, Bonnie has had two bottles of champagne. Oh no. Everybody's like, have you seen Barbara? And I was like, yeah, she was with me. She's like, oh, thank God. And it turns out, old people suck. Everybody looking for Barbara was like, have you seen an old chubby lady? Oh have my you God. seen an old chubby lady? But what's her name, though? <laughs> no one cares. What color me. is her hair? <laughs> what is she wearing no today? I don't give a fuck about that. No, this bitch is fat. Where is she at? <laughs> so we actually had really good brisket and mac and cheese and sausage that was catered by this place down the road, this uh, bra- uh, barbecue on the Brazos place, and which actually enlightened me of how I'm going to use pepper on brisket from now on, because, man, their pepper was so good. Stay focused. We'll talk about that shit later. Bonnie's had... Oh, this is part of it. Bonnie's had two bottles of champagne and probably half a bottle of wine by now. And Bonnie looks at me, and she's like, we need to get some brisket. I'm like, fuck yeah. I was thinking the same thing. We high-five. She goes over to the tins. I turn around and say something to Eddie, and as I turn back, Bonnie has the entire Entire. tin of brisket and she throws it on the table and she's like Eddie secure it <laughs> what does that even mean is he just supposed to take his Mexican ass and just arch his body she over was it take the whole thing dude oh my god Teresa's right there this is Bruce's sister who owns the house and helped put this wedding on she's like oh oh no. oh my dear let's let's go get you a ziploc bag yeah. <laughs> like, thank god yes Fucking Bonnie's ready to take the whole game. Bonnie kind of reminds me of my wife. Yes. Yes. <laughs> yes. yes. There are two peas in a pod, man. Oh, my God. Anyway, our awesome driver showed up, took us back. Bonnie was a handful, but we had a fucking great time. And, uh, yeah, the ceremony was short and sweet, and it was uh, it was a good time. It was awesome. It was the best. I would have had a much better time with you guys. I wish you would have came, dude. It was great. Mm-hmm. Well, I guess I have to continue. Um, oh well. Next time my mom gets married, you know. Have to continue when, this when, river trip story when Bruce dies. <laughs> Jesus Christ! <laughs> so love you, Bruce. Mm. After a night too, I wake up <laughs> and we're back in the living room, and a gentleman by the name of Aaron, who was fucking twenty-two and should not have been there, um. Was like, oh my god, you slept like a crazy person, blah blah blah. Now, 
What I didn't know because after this encounter with getting Oreos thrown at me and shit talked to me, I was like, you know what? I'm getting fucked up. Also, the only thing I ate that day was one pork chop. I got fucked up. Apparently, me and this kid Aaron had an altercation the night before. Ah. I was sitting on the couch and he was like, hey man, I'm sleeping here. I was like, yeah, I know. I'm just waiting for my wife to go to sleep. And this mattress in the fucking living room before I lie down and start snoring and keep her awake. He couldn't understand that. We had an argument. It escalated. And then my wife was like, hey, both of y'all shut the fuck up. And then, well, I shut the fuck up. And then got in the bed. <laughs> and then, <laughs> so, I wake up in the morning. And then Aaron's talking to me like nothing happened. And I didn't remember any of this. I lost like two hours of that day. Of course. Um, <clears throat> but this was the day we were supposed to go out as a group. Fancy dinner time? To eat. I mean, River did I wouldn't fancy. fucking call it fancy. Heather said one girl took 16 pairs of shoes with her on our River oh, She's trip. a fucking idiot. And I yeah. could probably guess which one oh, that it I'm was, sure but can. I'm not going to say her name. Hannah. <clears throat> But so his name was Anna. I was chilling, chilling. Um, so we already had that altercation. I was up. Uh, went in the in the upstairs bathroom to get washed up, change clothes, brush teeth, knock at the door. Hey, what are you doing in there? I was like, I'm getting changed. Who are you? It's Christian. He's like, Who the fuck is Christian? I'm like, uh, man, you can wait. He's like, I just need to get, I just need to get uh, water on my toothbrush. Now, mind, mind you, what? There are one, two, three, four, five different sinks besides where I was for him to get water on his. There's toothbrush. a kitchen sink. Kitchen sink. There's a faucet outside. There's a shower outside. Who needs water on their toothbrush? Uh. 22 year old entitled niggas that are likely high on cocaine and super drunk. Um, he keeps talking, he keeps talking. I finally put my clothes on. I was like, okay, man, all right, Shh, like, chill out. He was like, man, I just need to get. I was like, you know what? Shut the fuck up. I was mad at this point. I was like, shut the fuck up. Don't fucking talk to me. I said that. I went downstairs. I applied additional de deodorant to my nether regions because it was 98 degrees outside and we had to walk. Went outside on the back deck. Got composed. Went back in the house. There he is. Hey, I'm combing my hair. He's like, hey, hey, do I need to comb my hair? Hey, what does my hair look like? Hey, hey, and I'm just ignoring him because I don't want to fucking stick him in his neck with a knife that's in my pocket. He's like, oh, you're mad at me from upstairs? You mad at me? You mad at me? Oh, my God. Uh, yes, you're making this so much worse. He's wiring me up. Um, go back out. I'm like, Heather. I'm here for you. I'm here for you. I will cut this motherfucker, but I'm here for you. He's like, no, you won't. He's younger than you. He's just trying to wire you up. Just ignore it. Oh. Drank a little bit more vodka. <laughs> And tried to ignore it. Now, I'm thinking. I'm, I'm thinking we're walking to this restaurant. Um, turns out we weren't walking. 
we were gonna we, we loaded up in trucks um and he just happened to be in the same truck with me and heather good i'm i'm in the back of the truck aaron the idiot is in the back of the truck heather is in the back of the truck oh aaron is the same guy in all the these same guy Aaron the idiot, same guy. Aaron the idiot. He's sitting up on the side of the uh, of the, the back of the truck, and uh, so we're driving. And Heather and I each warn him, "Hey man, be careful. Please don't fall out. You might need to sit a little bit lower." Hey man, be careful. Hey man, mind you, we're driving less than one mile. Um, he leans back on the side. And I catch him, and Heather catches up, and we drag his ass back in the truck. I was like, "All right, man, will you will you sit down, stop acting crazy?" He's like, "Yeah, yeah, I got it." We drive a few few more feet, and at this point, because I was on the side of the truck, like sitting up top, I was like, "No, I need to get on the bottom so I can catch him." So I'm sitting, you know, on the bottom of the truck bed, and then as I sit there, I'm like, "You know what?" I'm not gonna catch him. Oops. And little do you know, he backflips out of the truck, uh, falls down on the concrete. Redemption. And I'm like, my God got me, baby. I Woo! have to stab him up. Ah, uh, what a great ending. <laughs> that was the best part of the trip besides what? the first mouth hug I got of 2023. Hey! This one. Hey, you know what that's called? What is it called? A turkey. <laughs> Fist pump the high five is a turkey, y'all. Fist pump the high five. All right. Great show. The Rip, for me, Rip Cormac McCarthy. Great American author. Supposedly have, has written one of the greatest American novels of all time, Blood Meridian. If you haven't checked it out, check it out. Who you got, Christian? Rip to the wrestling WWF legend, yes, back when it was WWF. The Iron Wrestling Federation. Iron Sheik. Ah, <laughs> I'm Iron Sheik. Arch rival to Hulk Hogan. And like to his dying breath on Twitter, he would tweet like every week, hey, fuck you, Hulk Hogan. Like, <laughs> like every week. Every week. Good for him. Hey, awesome. this is a nice day to wake up. And realize, hey, fuck Hulk Hogan. Fuck I was like, Hulk all right, Hogan. all right, shit, we get it. But keep doing it, though. Keep doing it, bud. Rest in peace to him. Should we should we run down shit real quick or just get the fuck out of here? Let's get the fuck out. No, no, Trump indicted on 30-plus counts. Oh. I won't get into details, though. Just... Hold on, I'm racking them up. In a fair world, Hold on. he would be in jail right now. In the world that we live in now... He probably won't even see prison. But that motherfucker is guilty. My God. As a matter of fact, his lawyers resigned. He's trying to find more. Because he asked his lawyers to do illegal shit, so they had to resign. Oh, no. One of his one of his lawyers is a witness against him. Oh, no. Because he asked him to do illegal shit, and that's not covered by attorney-client privilege. Oh, no. Bye, bitch. Oh, Juneteenth's coming up, which is why I left out the racial slurs this week. Ah, good for you. I was supposed to do some that. for the whites and some for the blacks. Juneteenth's coming up. Left them out. Conor McGregor has been accused of sexual assault. Don't do it, Conor. In game four of the NBA Finals in Miami. Uh, good luck, buddy. I thought I thought the finals was over. 
Yeah, he was accused. Ah, past tense. Just did. Because <laughs> I watched, I, I I watched a NBA Finals game. Oh, okay, all right, all right. And uh, it was the one where they fuck. We didn't even talk about Zion, but that's fine. That shit's been covered the by Golden Knights so are Stanley Cup people. champions. The champs. The champ is here. We only had to wait six years. Just that's a nice show. baby. That's not, trick, a, baby. that's not a long time. No. They're brand new. I know. When are the Texans going to win an AFC championship? Who cares? Never. Knights got that shit. I just watched a dude named Max. I couldn't find his last name. Uh, solve a Rubik's Cube in 3.134 seconds. That's fast. Guess the race. Hmm? Guess the race. Guess the race. Ah. Mm. Serbian. Nah, just Asian. You got it. <laughs> He Asian. He Asian. He Asian as 3.134 seconds is insane. All right, guys. We're out of here. Love y'all. Thank you, guys. Bye.